Daniel Khalif and the poor security of prisons. Welcome to Mark and Pete. Here's a thought. A jailbird is always eagle-eyed, whilst ruffling feathers all alone. But if the cage door is left open wide, don't be surprised when it has flown. Yes, the details of Daniel Cleese's escape raises serious issues, doesn't it, mm. about the security of His Majesty's prison services, particularly in Wandsworth. Now, what we have seen over the last few days is that finally Daniel Cleave has actually been captured, um, but in slightly unusual circumstances. It appears that the 21-year-old former soldier is now due to appear in Westminster Magistrates Court, but crucially, he was captured uh, by a plainclothes policeman whilst riding a bicycle. He was only away for uh, four days and actually was caught only within a few miles of the prison itself. Clergyman Pete, I ask you, whilst this man has been on the run, it's raised many, many security concerns, particularly in the community. Worse still, it raises questions about the entire prison service. What needs to be done to secure it? Well, yes, I just agree with you that this uh, it just seemed to have been too easy to whether or at least uh, he um he seems to have engaged in what you would normally have thought of as some sort of comedy sketch in order to get out. It just <laughs> yeah. doesn't seem to be credible that he could get out in this simple way um now we talking about, I think, quite rightly, uh, the poor state, the poor security of uh, British prisons are highlighted here. Um, there's a couple of points I raised. One is that he wasn't in the most secure form of prison, and yet he's a, his, um, the reason was in prison was for terror-related offences. Yeah. Now, you'd normally be in a very secure prison. And, and the second point I'm making, there's quite a high percentage of... Muslims in prison. Now, we don't know if he's a Muslim, but he is Iranian. And um, uh, his uh, his father's Iranian, his mother's English. Um, uh, but what we what we could say, I think, pretty much for certain, that his actions would make him a real hero for the Muslims. So he would have a lot of help. Um, in... Um, in England and the England and Wales as a whole, the percentage of Muslims in in prison is fourteen percent, but there's only just over four percent of the population. So you can see they're overrepresented. Um, but it, it's twenty four percent in the London area. So it's there's a large number of Muslims, and a lot of them jihadi, that is to say, people who are. Uh, uh, are either aiding or actually engaged in terror on behalf of Islam, and so um, they would regard him as a uh, as a hero. So they would help him, and it seems to me just uh, just looking at the raw facts that he was helped in getting out. Yes, well, he's actually accused of trying to spy for an enemy state. Yeah, that was the sure. original reason why he was brought yeah, in. Around, Effectively, the, the plotting of a fake bomb hoax at MOD Stafford. Well, of course, obviously, he's now added to his woes by obviously escaping. So uh, that's another factor. Um, not that he's too worried about that. But crucially, uh, the point being is, is that the way that he actually got out was through a delivery van. Um, that was actually um, um, providing food 
for the prison. And he managed somehow to escape from the kitchens, which is where he's working, and secrete himself underneath the vehicle, uh, which was sadly not checked. So again, there was a failure in procedure. Now, of course, the thing here is, as uh, Claude repeat, I, I ask you that um, we know that some of our prison services are sort of creaking both in their condition. So some of these are very much Victorian prisons and and Wandsworth is one of those. Now, here's the other thing. Uh, creaking walls and creaking doors, etc., is one thing and facilities, but not having the right staff. Now, there's a worrying and a very alarming statistic, isn't there, which is that a high percentage of prison officers who are meant to be there to sort of uh, look after these um, these prisoners are resigning at an alarming rate. So it's not just the fact that there are procedural issues here. It's trying to attract the right type of people who can actually uphold the service. Yes, yes. I mean, uh, when you've got morale low like that, you're going to have mistakes made, aren't you? It's not just that you're not getting getting in the highest caliber of people it's rather those who care it's partly that those who care they you know they will be the ones who are leaving due to stress um i believe the figure is that uh, um let me see um yeah three quarters of those who did leave in the past year left of their own volition so they chose to leave so you're seeing people who are just caring about the profession too much and choosing to leave and uh, yeah. the other thing is that um, when morale is that low mistakes are going to be made you're just not caring anymore so uh, these together need they, they need to be addressed and uh, the way they need to be addressed is by sorting out how um, uh, how prisoners are able to um, uh, facilitate the sort of escape that we just saw that can only happen if if prisoners can sort of work together i can't believe that he well it's just uh untenable to suggest that he managed to escape on his own and uh, other other escapes are going to follow unless this is addressed mm. now i mentioned the muslim population it's not just that it, uh, it it's gangs working together uh happen to mention Muslim gangs because they are very large within prisons and also they um uh, uh the, the the connection with Islam through uh, through Iran from his uh, this particular man's origins but that's the problem we need to uh, be uh, have a better way of, of well, uh, dealing with prisoners who are who is collecting gangs Here's a thought. Do you think now that there's, um, uh, and again, there's a bit of investment, folks, but do you think it's a time where every prisoner should be tagged, irrespective of what classification they're in, whether they're in uh, Category B, jail, or, or any other? So the point being is, is that you at least can um, track them down in a better way. That doesn't mean to say that you can't remove a tag, of course, but it's very difficult, folks. <clears throat> Do you think that there's a cause now to start to sort of look at those type of measures where technology can help? Uh, well, do I th well, yes. I mean, I think that's, that is one possibility, but uh, that needs still need, needs to be part of an overall um, change in the system. Um, you can uh, break up gangs. You can make people such... You, you could just thoughtfully place people together who are not you know are not going to work together you don't have to have all the muslims together and that does seem to be the case in that they all seem to get together in prison this is the reports that we get so 
and the reason for that is if you don't do that maybe you're going to get a riot well you do need to be able to clamp down on that sort of thing and it will take investment because it will take investment uh to increase the pay increase the training increase yeah. the uh the um uh the benefits of prison officers so you get high quality prison officers that is if you're going to keep with this overall system Yes, I, uh, as well, you know, I, I'm not a fan of the prison system as a whole. But if if this is the method you're going to use for punishment, you need to resource it correctly. You can't expect now with you could see people leaving, so you're going to have um, I, the people who are left plus, well, people who haven't been trained yet. You have new people coming in to replace well, them, manning uh, well, a large. So a lot of the prison officers are going to be new. <laughs> yes, well, here's the thing. They have £20,000. Yes, because that was effectively to um, have a reward for information leading to Mr. Cleve's arrest. Now, of course, we don't know the details, folks, but we know a plainclothes policeman was actually the one who actually captured um, Daniel. Um, the point is, is that is that going to the police or is that going to some member of the public? Either way, um, £20,000 is a lot of money. But I think that now we just... I think I'd probably recognize, and I'm sure that this is happening, that we definitely need to reevaluate the way that we put this um, in place. I agree with you, definitely, the observation that this, this gentleman should not have been in the type of jail that he was in. And clearly there were flaws in the process, so I think that's another factor. But I, I also agree that, um, you know, when it comes down to the attraction of getting people, the professionals, into the system, I, I think that's, for me, equally as worrying <clears throat> now the question is i'd love to know what would need to be done to bring people into the system it's not an easy job there's a physical no, element no. to it um there's also the, the 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 training that definitely needs to go through it's not something you can you can do overnight because you need to understand about behavior some of the experienced prison services um and uh, those members who've been in this profession for a long time recognize the subtlety of human behavior so what they're saying is you can train new people to come in to understand the systems the protocols the laws which is good but you need to understand yeah. human behavior about the signs yes. if no, somebody's be yeah. behaving yeah. oddly or something like that i agree with that i agree with all that you said there but there's there's also a more basic point in that there simply are too few prison staff now i'm quoting yes. here Peter Dawson, director of the Prison Reform Trust. Now, earlier this year, he said uh, there are um, too many prisoners and too few prison staff. More violence, self-harm, suicide and less rehabilitation is happening. And he goes on to say that is where the government's love affair with imprisonment is leading. And the reason he says that is there is a, a publicly stated aim from the government... Um, that uh, the prison capacity will increase by 20,000 over the next three years. Yeah. That's yeah. not looking good, is it? Because they're not talking not. about increasing the number of prison officers. Yeah, There's too few staff already, and as Peter Dawson from the Prison Reform Trust says, that leads to really bad outcomes, violence, self-harm, suicide, lesser rehabilitation. And we could add to that prisoners escaping. Yeah. So, uh, so. <laughs> now I would say, uh, just uh, just to return to a theme that I've introduced on our 
podcast before uh, that uh, I mentioned earlier that I don't think the whole system works. I, I think that uh, there were quite a few crimes for which prison is not the right solution, not the right punishment, not the not uh, uh, that uh, are currently being uh, given. Uh, pe- people who commit these crimes are currently imprisoned. Um, and I will put them in, in two sorts. One are very minor offences where it would be better for people to uh, uh, um, do some other form of restitution. Now, there are there are schemes to do this. Uh, they could just be increased or ramped up. You know, if you steal things, often the, the best thing to do, I would say, is to uh, have to work to pay back what you have stolen, uh, not be sent to prison. Um, when it comes to people committing for example, murder or violent crimes. The Bible says that if that is the case, deliberate uh, uh, violence kinds, uh, assault and battery and this sort of thing, um, as well as murder, should be met with execution. And so I think that those are quite reasonable. And if we look at the way... I think that's reasonable, even though it seems shocking to us today because we move made these moves towards removing the, the death penalty. But that's, if you just look about when that happened, that's then resulted in the hugely ballooning um, prison population uh, with, you know, gangs taking over them. Uh, you would remove that pressure if you executed people who deserve to be executed. You know, I'm not saying for all crimes. Uh, I'm not saying for you know, not returning your library book on time. Well, no, that's quite serious. But I'm, I'm not, I'm saying for for those that uh, deserve it. For example, certain forms of terrorism. Now, uh, that would be a whole change in the way that we operated, what I've just said. Um, but I think unless we do something like that, the only other solution is lots more police officers, uh, police officers, well, yes, more police officers, lots more prison officers, far more prison officers, and... Um, you know, better training and resources for each individual police officer. That's more money, and we don't have it. Well, the system is clearly creaking. Do not be surprised, folks, if another jailbird flies the nest. Mm. Um, and Pete, uh, I think it's important to get our view of our listeners. and What do they think about this? What should happen to the system? What do yep. they want the government to do? Yeah, let us know. Just make sure you're subscribed by going to markandpete.com. Uh, that'll take you to the page where you can leave a comment as long as you're subscribed. You can leave a comment on this and every episode. We'd love to hear from you. But uh, for Mark and myself, it's bye for now. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.